Hello, welcome you all to this episode of Ashtang Yoga. When I say this could be life changing, you got to believe me and continue watching till the end. If you have any doubt or misapprehensions about the effectiveness of Ashtang Yoga to give you tools to achieve success and abundance in life, you should lay them to absolute rest. What if I reveal the real truth that Ashtang Yoga is the only original source from whom everyone has borrowed small bits and pieces of information and brought it as a new recipe for success and abundance. Since the natural tendency of mind is to go for easy solutions, we all get carried away and get lured by easy and short fixes to our problems, which are again only half-cooked and half-baked recipes borrowed from Ashtang Yoga. Now tell me, how many of you have been able to get results consistently through the process of affirmations or visualizations or the law of attraction? I do not say that they have no value, but their application can be effective only after we have attained some degree of inner purity of our vrittis and the limiting beliefs. And this inner healing of our vrittis, which is a precondition for any of our desires to fructify, is provided by Ashtang Yoga. Ashtang Yoga is the complete science of the complex relationship not only between our body, mind and emotions, but also between every layer of our consciousness. If only we can dive deeper into the meaning of real knowledge hidden in the sutras, I can promise our lives would never be the same again. At the end of this video, we shall have a small exercise to heal some of our inner vrittis. So keep watching. Okay, now let us briefly have a look at Ashtangas or the eight limbs of Ashtang Yoga. But before we begin, let us pray to Lord Ganesha. Om Shri Ganesha Namaha. I call upon the lineage of my gurus to bless me. My heartfelt gratitude for my Guru for choosing me as a medium to express himself. Om Ram Nityanandaye Namaha Om Ram Shri Shaligram Sharmaye Namaha Om Ram Shri Kanayalal Sharmaye Namaha. So the Yoga Sutra says, Yam Niyam Asan Pranayam Pratyahar Dharana Dhyan Samadeo Ashtavangani. It means the eight limbs of Patanjali's Yoga are number one, Yama, second is Niyama, third is Asan. 
फोर्थ इज प्राणायाम फिफ्थ इज प्रत्याहार सिक्स इज धारणा सेवेंथ इज ध्यान एंड एट इज समाधि ना ऑन द फर्स्ट लिम्ब दैट इज द यमस महाराषि पतंजलि सेस अहिंसा सत्य असत्य ब्रह्मचर्या अपरिग्रह यमह so there are five yamas in maharishi patanjali's yoga the first one is ahimsa or non violence the second is satya or truthfulness third is aste non robbing or non stealing the fourth is brahmacharya that means a disciplined life or moderation in sensual pleasure fifth is aparigraha that is non possessiveness yamas are observants or restraints in the social life they sort of streamline your social equation the crucial factor in yama is that yamas have to do more with the mental attitude rather than the physical act this is in contrast to the next limb of patanjali's yoga which is niyamas which streamline your personal equation where doing is more important than having an attitude now one very important sutra of patanjali as regards to yama says jati desh kal samay avichhinna sarvabhoma mahavratam that means mahavratam means the great vows and yamas are the great vows to be taken by the yoga practitioner and it is sarvabhoma that means it is universally applicable so the complying with yamas has to be irrespective of jati that means the caste or the creed or the desha the place in which you are living or the kal that means the time or samaya that means the circumstances in life so here he says as a practitioner of yoga you have no excuse not to follow the yamas the yamas and niyamas are guidelines ethical disciplines or restraints so now let us have a look at the five yamas and the first one is ahimsa ahimsa or non violence is the first jewel that precedes all other restraints non violence means not just non injury to others it is an attitude of right relationship with others and with the self it does not mean sacrificing of self but allows us to live together do what we want without causing harm to others as well as others ourselves but now let us look at the deeper meaning of ahimsa how many of you have realized that when we are angry with ourselves when we feel afraid when we feel powerless when we feel out of balance we are prone to get immediately triggered into anger into speaking unkind words or getting violent have you noticed there is some lack inside of us which makes us violent and when we start bringing our awareness of these incidents in our lives we start realizing that our ability to be non violent to others 
is directly related to our ability to be non-violent within ourselves. So our inner strength and character determines our ability to be a person of peace at home and in the world. How many times we have an inner knowing that the real reason for our anger or the moment that triggers our violent nature is often not based on the current incident. But the real trigger has been one of our old sleeping painful memories which triggers our vulnerability and a blast of anger. Sometimes you know the actual current incident may be very small, very trivial. But if it has touched a deep wounded memory within us, our reaction could be disproportionate to the actual incident. How many times have our violent reaction hurt our own near and dear ones to those whom we pledge to take care for in this life as our own? Ahimsa or non-violence calls forth from us our most brilliant and best self. Our capacity to be non-violent depends on our internal strength, our great courage, our balance, our love of self and compassion for others. Most often, our inner fear creates violence. If we are able to confront our fears, we find our sense of self has grown. We are able to find our courage and we feel a lesser need to be violent. You know, often the feeling of powerlessness leads to aggression in the form of frustration and anger. And suppose if we are unable to express our anger, we then withdraw inward and then slip into depression and self-victimization. We feel we have run out of choices and we feel totally incompetent. When we are committed to the path of Ahimsa, we start investigating the source from where we are feeling powerless. We then start realizing that we always have a choice to respond in a manner which guides us to perform karma, which is nourishing for our own self, as well as for the people around us. We can then take a pause and ask ourselves, how do I need to respond right now to handle this situation? Regular practice of gratitude and compassion for others often allow us to respond in a non-violent manner. In fact, these incidents pose before us the best opportunities to grow in life. The feelings of powerlessness can be converted into opportunities for becoming more skillful rather than being violent. Instead of being angry and violent, if our response is filled with light-hearted laughter and playfulness, others will be healed in our presence. So the path of Ahimsa points towards the core of love, which includes 
love for the self as well as for the entire creation. When love becomes our core value, our responses to all situations of life are filled with light-hearted humor. We begin to accept the imperfections in every being around us. We start accepting the fullness of the human expression. Loving ourselves in turn means we start forgiving ourselves. Often unconsciously, we have been holding ourselves responsible and guilty for our past failures in life. We learn compassion as we dissolve our personal version of the world and instead start the practice of seeing the world through the eyes of the other person who is in pain. Every human being on this earth has painful stories buried deep down in their hearts. And if we can just remember this truth and try to reach out to them for help, divinity would bestow its blessings upon us. And remember, I mentioned in my earlier video that it is our avidya or ignorance that we believe we are separate. The truth is, we are all the same spark of divinity, the same consciousness. We forget that any act of violence done by us is directed not at somebody else out there, but it is directed at our own self. Because whatever we give out comes back to us. This is the unchangeable law of universe. Now, do you realize that just this one commitment to follow Ahimsa allows us to contemplate and reclaim our inner self from the clutches of so many negativities like fear, like powerlessness, like hatred, self-guilt and self-victimization. And as we start practicing Ahimsa, we start flowing in the currents of unconditional love, acceptance of everyone as they are, non-judgment and compassion for creation. Can you realize the impact of just this one commitment to follow Ahimsa will have on our karma and the new destiny which we would be able to rewrite for ourselves. It would be a destiny born out of karma of love, of compassion, of loving relationships which will fill our life with all-round abundance. And the more we are at peace deep within us, the more peace we would be able to spread all around us. This will allow us to grow into a better version of ourselves every day. And the fruits of karma, of a life lived skillfully and driven by purpose, is always bliss and joy. The kind of bliss that springs up from a knowing that we can now handle anything, no matter what life throws us at us. Maybe at the end of the life, 
when we contemplate whether we have lived the life well or not, we will have a satisfying answer to ourselves. Now you decide what kind of life are you choosing for yourself. Now let us do an exercise to eliminate our inner fears, our powerlessness, our hatred, our self-guilt and our self-victimization. But before we start, I would request you to pause this video for two minutes. Grab your pen and notebook and write down two instances in your life when you knew that the reason of your anger or violent reaction towards one of your loved ones was driven by either fear or some deep-rooted hatred or some deep-rooted painful memory of an incident when you felt hurt by your loved one or it was your own self-guilt. So write down these two instances. Also write down two instances of life when you felt unbounded love towards your spouse, towards your children, towards your parents or the, your other loved ones. So pause this video for two minutes to write down because we will need you to remember these instances in the meditation we are about to begin. So if you are ready with your notes, let's begin. Allow your eyes to close. Just relax completely. Take a deep breath in. While breathing in, allow your stomach to pull out. This will allow more air to go into your lungs. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Feel the divine light of God above your head, slowly entering your crown, inside your temples, through your cheeks, your throat, your shoulders, arms, and the upper body. Allow the divine light to flow through your abdomen, your hips, your thighs, your lower legs, and toes. Feel the relaxation in every cell of your body. Now gently bring your awareness to your heart. Open up your heart. 
allow the feeling of unconditional love and compassion to flow out in big gushes spreading out far into the universe visualize the people you love your family your spouse your children your parents the people whom you love the most in your life notice the times when you were ready to sacrifice even your life for them remember how much you love them so much so that if you saw them sad or in pain it made you so uncomfortable and then what happened the people you love most you started hurting them deeply also whose anger was it that you transferred onto them your problems were your own but often you blamed them for your problems at times you were so angry with your parents your spouse even your children and later on when you cooled down and felt guilty of hurting your own loved ones you started blaming your own self take a deep breath in and visualize the soothing divine light entering your heart chakra direct this light of love towards your loved ones visualize the moment of your joy and gratitude when you had thanked god for bringing your loved ones into your life cherish that moment when you were thanking god with tears in your eyes let this light of love be permanently placed in your heart today release all your fears your hatred your feeling of powerlessness into this divine fire glowing inside your heart see all of them burning with a crackling sound you can feel your power today you have got the gift of love and compassion from divinity today thank god with folded hands for this gift of ability to accept everyone as they are not as what you want them to be allow tears of joy and gratitude roll down your cheeks do not hold back let the love fill every cell of your being yes yes so be it so be it just be in this state be in this feeling in this feeling of love now gently bring your awareness to your surrounding become aware of your breath you can still feel your heart throbbing in joy and love and as and when you feel like 
slowly open your eyes let there be only love in my life from now on share this gift of love this video with your loved ones may god bless you and your love